Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus Robertson, Lowe's author, empowerment speaker, talk show host, and you're tuned in to Chasing Dreams with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Chasers, this is Amy J, and thank you so much for tuning in to episode 188 of Chasing Dreams. Guys, before I get too far, a word from our sponsor. This episode of Chasing Dreams is sponsored by our 2019 Fundathon supporters. Fundathon is our fundraising efforts to keep this show on the air till March 2020. To do that, we need to raise $13,000 and we're on our way, but we still need your help. If you'd like to donate, please visit amyj21.com slash donate. And Dream Chasers, two things I want to remind you of, whether it's for us or another charity or cause you want to support. One, it's not the size of the donation that matters. So if you can't donate a lot, think nothing of it. Know that I appreciate the $12 donations just as much as the other donations, because I know that's your lunch money. That's your money to go see a movie or go out. So regardless of how much money you can give, your donation is important, and I thank you for your generosity. And two, please don't wait for someone else to help out. You can't control the actions of others, only your own. We can't reach the goal without your help. Again, if you'd like to support us, please visit amyj21.com slash donate. And to all those who have donated so far, thank you. Dream Chasers, I want you to meet Marcus Roberts DeLoach. He's a 22-year-old young adult empowerment writer, speaker, business owner, and radio talk program host from Philadelphia, PA. He is a former full-time student athlete at Ohio State University, Lima. He's going to soon be graduating with a bachelor's degree in communications and is the author of the book, Bigger Than You, What Is Your Purpose? Through his work, he expresses how important it is for him to help others live a purposeful life. He's a firm believer that current situations don't define final destinations. His advice to people is to never let anyone tell you what you cannot do or that it is not possible for you to achieve your dreams. And, you know, anyone who supports that and promotes that is someone I got to talk to. We had a wonderful conversation that I think you guys will enjoy. So check it out. Marcus, welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I've been looking forward to this for a while now. Thank you so much for having me on. You know, it's very interesting because you are a young man who already has a book published. When you were an even younger man, let's say... Eight-year-old Marcus, were you planning to write a book? No, honestly, I, uh, I, I. It's crazy as you say that. Um, I was saying I was having a lot of conversations with a lot of different people, and I was like, if you would have talked to the five years ago me, or even the ten years ago me, and said you're going to write, you're going to publish a book, and you're going to do this, I would have thought you were crazy. Uh, so just for it to actually be happening and uh, it actually be reality. Uh, just looking back, it, it's exciting uh, in the greatest way possible. So that's an interesting statement. So five years ago, you would have thought crazy 10 even. So in five to 10 years ago, what were you, what did you want to do? Uh, honestly, 
Uh, it was just athletic based. I um, was at college uh, five years ago. Let me see, five years ago, was getting ready to go to school. And the only focus was I want to go to school and I want to play basketball on a scholarship. Uh, and that was it. That was it. I had honestly no mindset wider than that. Just I know I want to go to college because it's important. But if I'm going to go to college, it's going to be for free. I know I can play some ball. And that's it. Like, like that was the only mindset. That was the only mentality. So to see myself grow in that five years is amazing. And then even the 10 years ago, me, uh, is, is just crazy. I tell everyone, um, just looking back, I always used to write. I would always get complimented by my teachers or by my friends that I was a really good writer. It was just never something that I really paid a lot of attention to. I would have friends ask me to help them with writing papers or I would get asked to speak about certain things. And it was just something that I just kept pushing off. Uh, and for a while, like I said, I didn't acknowledge it. And then moving forward through personal development, I really began to understand and see that it was a gift. It was a gift of mine. And uh, really, when I embraced it, it was when I made the decision that I want to be a speaker. And, and it's not because I, I want to stand up and I want to talk in front of people. It's because of the compliments that I received. And I want to write because it's a gift that I have. Not many people can write and be able to connect with people. Um, so it, it was just, it's just crazy. So, <laughs> it's, so th it's amazing that you're, you're discovering these gifts, you know, and, and that's life, right? You, you have new experiences, you figure out what you're good at, what you're not, you know, outside of basketball, what else would you say was a gift you were, you were pretty confident about as a teenager? Um, I would say talking to people. Uh, I've always, I've always loved uh, to be able to communicate with new people uh, and uh, be able to make people smile for a, for a long time. Uh, I always just used to like to be the person that made someone else feel better. Even if I was not having the greatest day possible, me, and I'm only 5'10", but I used to be a lot smaller. So the, the mini version of me, like I was always the smallest person in class. Uh, and it was, it was something that easily got me recognized by people and sometimes I would get made fun of for it but the attention the atten I would utilize the attention to either make people laugh or to be able to make people feel better in a way uh so yeah it was just it's crazy <laughs> it's crazy so one of the things you mentioned just now was that you know when, as you discovered personal development I gotta mm -hmm. be honest I if I try to go back to college years right mm -hmm. it's a little bit more back there Right. I don't remember there being necessarily personal development courses. What led you to take these kinds of classes? Right. So in school, uh, to share with you, I didn't I didn't take personal development mm -hmm. classes. Uh, when I first went away to school, I originally I majored in uh, athletic training. Mm -hmm. And I decided to change it from athletic training because I wasn't really into anatomy. And then from there, it went to sports and business administration and then turned into business administration and then communication. But through that transition, taking those different courses, I uh, began to develop the mindset that I want to own a business. I want to own a business because owning a business is one of the greatest ways possible to be able to earn income and be able to put myself in the top percentage. But when I turned 20, I, I, own, I was on my first business. I now I have an online uh, e-commerce business and stepping into the business world and getting myself a mentor and being around 
people that were on another mindset than I was, it really allowed me to see that if I want to get to where these people are and I want to be in the position that I can and these people see value in me for who I am right now, I can only imagine the person that I can grow to be if I just grow myself, if I just focus on growing myself to be a greater version of me. And just even in the past six months, it's kicked up extremely. Like Mm -hmm. I have turned into a personal development guru um, where before it was important, but I now know that the major key to my better future is me. And I heard that from the great speaker, Jim Rohn. Mm -hmm. And once I heard that, I realized that, wow, like literally everything that can happen for me will happen because I made the decision to be the best version of me possible. Right, right. And that's, you know, that's powerful. And awesome that you've figured that out, right? So early, one, to be an example, two, to share that message. And, And three, because why not? Right? right? Why not kind of embrace that as you're going? And so as you're figuring this out, as you're working on your own business, you're an entrepreneur now, you know, how do you find that balance of still being young, living life and, and still pursuing this? Honestly, it's not the easiest thing. Uh, it's not the easiest thing because because I'm young. Uh, so when you're at a younger age, you, you tend to your, your, your concentration is not as good mm-hmm. because you're, especially in college, because you're all over the place. You're still trying to figure out you, you still want to know what to do. So to be complimented by someone like yourself or be complimented by other people, uh, I, I don't, I don't take it for granted because it wasn't something that it was just something I made the decision that I wanted to do. But to answer your question, um, it's, it's not easy. It's not, it's not easy mm-hmm. at all, but I, what I realized is that if I just commit to it, if I commit to it and I, I just work on being consistent, I just work on being consistent and I put myself around the, the people that want to see me be consistent, whether they're the same age as me or whether they are older than me, as long as we have the same mindset and mentality to grow as people, mm-hmm. I, I will naturally keep that focus. You know, let's let's talk about that, because that's. Mm-hmm. That's one thing surrounding yourself about around people who have similar mindsets. Did you ever, did you have a hard time finding those people? Did you have to say no to some people? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, And it's still, it's still something, it's still something to this day uh, because the average, you know, the average 22 year old is not, is not trying to do a lot of the things that I'm doing. So when I'm speaking, when I'm speaking to 22 year olds and I'm speaking to people 25, even, they're, they're still in that in that 18 to 25 year old time frame of your life. I feel like that's the most transitioning period of time, because in that age range is when you're really starting to figure it out. You're stepping out into the real world mm-hmm. and you're either you're going to college and you're taking these different courses and you're getting the different information from different people or you're working these different full time jobs and you're having different bosses and you're doing that. Or maybe you're an entrepreneur like myself. It's just everyone goes through a different transition. And for me to be 22, I realized that if I can make that transition now to be going in the right direction and choose that right path, I can only imagine what it'll be like when I turn 30, when I turn 40, (laughs) when I turn 50. Like, it's going to be incredible because I made the decision at such a young age that this is it. This is it. This is what I'm committed to. And I have to be and get around more people like that. 
And I know I realize that not everyone's going to understand, but for the people that do understand, mm-hmm. let's lock arms and let's let's do this together. Let's see how we can help each other. Let's see how we can grow together. And that's what I really try to share with every person that is my age. Like just because I'm 22 and I'm doing all these things, right. I'm no different than you. You can still do this. You can still you can be better than me, but it's got to be something you want. It's, it can't be something that I'm you're doing because of me. Yeah, no. And, and you know, which is a perfect segue into your book. How mm-hmm. do you, how do you figure that out? Not to give away the entire book. Right. You know, in, in so, fairness, but, you know, to kind of help those listening, if you're not mm-hmm. sure, what, what, what do we do? So I would say the biggest thing is you have to, you have to really understand going back to what we were talking about earlier, your gifts. What, what are you gifted at? A lot of people in this world chase passion. Like we're, we're passionate about so many things. So we feel as though just because we're passionate about it, that's what we're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of people going back to, because I'm an athlete, there's a lot of people who are passionate about basketball, but they're not good at it. And if they make the decision, well, I'm passionate about basketball and I'm going to the NBA, they're going to have a rude awakening. But when you figure out what it is that you are gifted at and what you can do better than anyone, it, your purpose just naturally begins to unveil to you like it is just amazing what it is that you see and that's how I really transitioned into writing the book I tell everyone it's not a long book it's a 50 page book because I'm not a writer that wants to write pages upon pages repeating myself Mm -hmm. but I want you to be able to get the how to there's a I'm a speaker so there's a lot of people that will give you the what but they won't give you the how to so in the book I really try to focus on giving people the how to so, okay, I'm, I'm gifted at this. How do I take what I'm gifted at and how do I apply it to my life? How can I be of service to other people mm-hmm. through this gift that I have? Yeah. So because of that, that and that's really, really what I talk about throughout the entire book, just into different segues and how you can utilize that gift to be able to live in your purpose. And you'd be amazed by what can happen in your life just because you're living in that purpose. Well, as you're trying to figure out what your gifts are, what would you recommend mm-hmm. that um, people do to kind of figure it out if they don't have a starting point? So the biggest the biggest thing that I would give anyone advice to is to find yourself a mentor. Mm. When you, you have to, and it was crazy, I was having this conversation uh, with my fiance not that long ago, but you have to find someone that you want to be like. And a lot of us feel as though, we, we like, it's wrong to copy someone, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not wrong to copy someone if you're molding yourself. So when you find yourself that mentor that you want to be like, and you start seeing how they operate and they start, and you start doing the things that they are doing, you will naturally see yourself start to grow. And because you're around that person or those people, because you can have more than one mentor sure. for many different things, you will be amazed. Like, wow, like look at, look at my progress in this six months. Look at what happened for me because I just made the decision that I want to get around someone that I want to be like. And then once you have found that person that you want to be like, study them, study them. You don't have to, I tell everyone, you don't have to personally know them. I tell, I tell everyone all the time, Jim Rohn has passed away, but that is my mentor. Mm -hmm. I listen to him every single day. Steve Harvey, I have never met him in person, but he is someone that I listen to almost every 
single day. And then outside of those two gentlemen that I've never met, I have mentors that I can call on all the time. Sure. And these are people that I know. And these are people that I want to be like. So I actively study them. I actively talk to them. I actively ask them questions because it's the only way that I'm going to be able to grow to my highest potential. What I love about what you said was, you know, people people are afraid to be copies of someone else. But you mm-hmm. make a distinction that you're not copying someone when they become your mentor and when you look to them and you follow them, but that you're you're allowing them to influence you. Right. Right. And but you're still you. It's still yeah. your mold. But isn't that how we grow is through conversation and education and just learning. And uh-huh. the fact that you kind of already see that, but that you're also, you know, encouraging others to kind of see that is great because, you know, look how far you've come with just the mentorships you've had and how far we can all go if we all do just a little bit of what you did. Absolutely. You know, what's interesting is, you know, you have this this mentality, which is very positive and is very, you know, purposeful, right? Which, pun intended, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, which is wonderful. What has the reception been like for those around you, your friends, those who knew you as an athletic trainer? Mm-hmm. What was that like? Uh, especially when you kind of, it's, it's, it's almost a, a 180 of sorts. Mm-hmm. It, it was a, honestly, it was a huge transition. Uh, it was a huge transition to, uh, for like you already said, for a lot of people that I know mm-hmm. uh, to see, to first just view me as, because for a long time, I was just known as Marcus, the basketball player, you know, Marcus, the athletic competitive basketball player. But what I realized is that a lot of those characteristics that I possessed when I was an athlete, I just carried over into my business. Like I was already a leader on the basketball mm-hmm. court. I was already a leader when I played football. I was always energetic. I was always energetic. On the, I'm always the loudest person. I, I always try to bring a lot of energy. So what I realized is that if I took that same passion and put it into other things, is you'd be surprised. Like you would be surprised at what happens because... Mm-hmm. You, you don't allow yourself to stay stuck in just one small space. I like that. You don't allow yourself to be stuck in a small space, right? I mean, I guess we don't really realize. I mean, I have the gift of hindsight, but I don't realize how stuck I probably was in certain points in my life because I didn't realize I could move, that I could try something new, change right. hats, if you will, you know? So you're still early in your career of, you know, trying new things. You're still young, trying to figure out what you want to do and where you want to go and et cetera, et cetera. What's next for you? Like you've written a book. Mm-hmm. Is this going to turn into a series? Are you, are you going into fiction? Like what's going on? <laughs> so I, I'm definitely, I'm not sure if I'm going to ever write a, bo- a fiction book, Amy. Um, <laughs> but uh, you are not the first uh, to ask me what's next. And uh, I just say, What's next for me? I'm going to write as many books as God allows me to mm-hmm. uh, because I feel as though, again, it's it's a gift. So if, if people can truly take bigger than you, what is your purpose and get extreme value out of it? I, everyone, every face, every person that you meet has a different story for you. So me being able to write and people able to read it and maybe, let me see, Maybe they are able to relate 
in any kind of way, or maybe they're able to get a breakthrough of any sort, that, like I already said, is a gift. So I'm going to do it as, as, as long as I possibly can. I'm going to write as many books as I possibly get, mm-hmm. can until my time is done, until God really says you, you, you've done it all. And, and it's the same thing with speaking. I want, I want to speak as long as I possibly can. I want to be able to travel the world sure. and meet many different faces and hear the many different stories because it's bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint, title of the book. And it took me a long time to really catch that vision that we're not here for us. We're here to be of service to other people. Mm -hmm. So if we take our gifts and we utilize them to be of service to others, the universe will just naturally, naturally react to us and we'll live a life that we never even could have possibly dreamed of. So you know, I, I'm really, I'm really just looking forward to the future as an author, as a speaker, um, as a business owner, and just being able to impact and change people's lives in the greatest way possible. You know, what's what's great is you're already chasing your dream, and so many people out there are struggling with that. Why do you think people struggle with that concept? Right? You would think it'd be easy or simple, you know, s- simple concept: chase your dream. You know, mm-hmm. why do people struggle with that? I'm glad you asked that. And I honestly, I would say I believe that people struggle with it is because building your dreams is hard. Building your dreams is hard, but being broke is also hard. So I'm like, where you got me speechless here. I'm like, well, where's the lie? Yeah. (laughs) Where's the lie? Let's save it. Like, like, like that's the truth. Building your dreams is hard, but being broke is also hard. No matter what we choose hard, no matter what. So you can either choose to chase your dreams and go through all the trials and tribulations that you're going to face anyway in life, or you can choose to stay stuck in the same place that you already are, keep running the same race, going in the same circle and be broke. And when I say be broke, I don't necessarily mean financially because I'm a firm believer that if you utilize your gifts, money will come to you. Money will come to you abundantly because of the gift that you have. It may not be millions, like everyone is not made to be a millionaire, but we're all supposed to live a life of abundance because of those gifts. So like that, like that's, that's the biggest thing. And I, I truly believe if more people had an understanding of that, we would be, there would be so much more success in the world. You know, what's interesting is I had this epiphany or realization, you know, where People are are trying to be millionaires, right? Everyone's trying to be a, at least six figures, living that life. Mm-hmm. And I just realized, you know, there are people out there who are living that 30K life, 42, mm-hmm. 50K life, whatever it is, right? And some of them are happier than the people who are making six figures. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think, do you have an idea of why that is? I, I truly believe it goes back to just being able to find those people found their gift and because they found their gift gift, excuse me, they did not, it wasn't about the income for them. It was never about the income because they're blessed in so many other ways. Mm. They probably work with so many other incredible people. They probably are touched by so many others that it was never really about the money and that they will be okay for the rest of their lives. And that's not me encouraging people to 
stay comfortable because I don't feel as though you should ever stay comfortable. You have to always be focused on growing you as a person because when you focus on growing you as a person, you go beyond the limits that you ever thought you had. So that's not to say, okay, well, I make 50K a year. I'm comfortable with that. Like, no, it's great that you make 50K a year, but strive to continue to do what you're already doing, but figure out how you can grow it. But it comes down to, like I already said, not necessarily focusing only on the money. It's not about, it will grow. It will grow. And yes, you have to have goals, but don't let that possess you. And then just to kind of, um, just to kind of, kind of uh, expand that one point you made, you know, mm-hmm. people, people think about the fact that they have to grow and automatically think I need to go to back to school or I need more certifications or I need, I need, I need. And sometimes it's just growing within yourself with, you know, what you have. Maybe it's, mm-hmm. you know, expanding your family or, you know, picking up a hobby or just growing in a different way. Sometimes we're so focused on society's definition of how we need to grow that I think we lose the fact that, you know, everyone has a different definition. I 100% agree. Right? Yeah. It's it's just interesting. And, you know, one of these new questions, because someone else had said it, um, you know, why is it so important that people see other people chase their dreams? I truly believe that it gives people uh, a boost to know that they can do it. And that that can be good for us in so many different ways. Mm. When you can see someone and relate to someone who is just like you, that maybe came from a similar background as you and was able to take the situation that they were in and turn it into something phenomenal that no one could have believed it, it it creates that that belief in us like wow maybe i can do this sure but I, I i tell a lot of people like some people just like to watch some some people just like to watch and it'll take them a long long time of them watching and living the life that they deserve through you to for something just to click at some point but it is just how psychology works. It's just, it's just I believe it's just how we are as people. Some people just like to watch. Oh. Average people wait, winners create. <laughs> I, I, I truly believe that average people wait and winners create. If you're a winner, you're gonna create. You know, it's 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 interesting that you say that because I think that's very true in a lot of ways, right? Is that some people see other people doing well and don't realize that that could also be them. Not to be confused, guys, with comparing yourself with someone else, right? Because don't do that. That's dangerous and nothing good ever comes from that, which is why, you know, you know, don't compare yourself. Don't keep just staring at what they're doing while your life is just sitting there on pause as other people are doing their thing. I mean, that's what Marcus is saying, you know, create, figure out what you need to do for yourself, because, you know, it's interesting you ever you ever see TV and you're just go on Instagram and you just scroll or explore and you start getting envious of people and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then I realize, man, why am I envious? I don't even like to be on a beach, <laughs> right? I'm not a beach person, but I'm like, man, I wish I was on a beach. No, I don't. Right. But I think it's the fact that that person in that moment 
was happy and could be on a beach. Right. You know, sometimes I think we get that kind of thing mixed up about and it gets lost amongst the comparison. We lose the the true thing underneath. But that was a, a recent revelation, which I'm like, and I think we just compare and we get so lost in the comparison that we forget what really matters to us. Right. Per se. I agree. Like for you, right? Mm-hmm. You have your mentors, right? Who would you say right now is not not to compare, right? But to use them as an example of how you can also grow. Who would you say is someone you kind of look up to? Um, so there's there's many different people uh, that I look up to, but when I look at uh, seniority, I, I definitely um, Steve Harvey. Steve mm-hmm. Harvey is one of those people that. It, it took him a long time. You know, I'm 22. He didn't, he didn't, I don't even believe I, based off the story that I heard from him, I don't even think he got on TV uh, until he was, I think it was in his late fifties, if I'm correct or something like that. So when you look at how old I am mm-hmm. and you look at, at how old he was, there, there's a big difference there. But when I look at his life now and who he is and how he matters to other people and how he's able to impact other people through his voice, how he was able to impact other people through his writing, how he was able to share his story of where he came from and mm-hmm. the things he had to go through. Uh, I relate to that in a way. Uh, so that's one person that when I look at someone that maybe a lot of people may know, Steve Harvey is definitely one of those people that uh, I tremendously admire. Uh, and I, um, you know, I try to, again, re get that, get that information from get that information just because I can't meet Steve Harvey in person doesn't mean I can't hear his voice. When I was working a couple of months ago, I had to be at work so early in the morning that Steve Harvey's radio show comes on at six o'clock. I think I had to be to work at 4am, 4.30 or something like that. So every morning I would by default catch Steve Harvey's morning show and I would hear his voice in the morning. He always gives you words of wisdom in the morning before he starts. And then when his show goes off at 10 o'clock, he closes and he gives you an ending remark and he always gives you that information. And it was crazy because at first it was just something I was listening to. Mm-hmm. And then every day I would hear it. It was like, I could not wait to get that information and just write it down. Like I have so much from when I'm supposed to be working, but I'm pulling over and I'm listening to Steve Harvey and I'm taking notes because of the information that I can take and I can actually apply into my life. Uh, it was amazing. See, and that's, that's a great example of someone who you're not envious of, but that you're mm-hmm. using as an example to motivate you mm-hmm. to keep going. And, you know, what's great is you're probably that person for someone else. Right. Either younger, older, whatever, it doesn't matter. But they see you chasing your dream, writing books, appearing on podcasts and, you know, all this stuff. And they're probably like, man. I could probably do that. And that's what you're doing. And that's, you know, awesome that you've embraced that because not, right. like you said, not a lot of people do that. Just and that's things. what, and at, at my age, that's what I, like anybody that I talk to, whether mm-hmm. they're younger, they're the same age. I, I try to tell everybody that age is just a number. And, and a lot of people try to base maturity off of, the age that you are, but mm. you're, I don't believe that maturity comes from your age number. Maturity comes from your experiences, your experiences that you've had throughout your life and the different lessons that you've been able to learn and the different people that have been able to pour into you. 
So because I'm 22, the experiences that I've been through in these 22 years and the people and the information I've been able to gather mm-hmm. is why I am the way I am. It's not because I'm, I'm anybody special. It's just at 22 years old, at 20 years old, right. at 18, at different levels of my life, I put myself in the position to do things that maybe other people wouldn't. Yeah, that's a great point, you know, in that age is just a number. There, there are people, people, you may have more experience than some people who are older than you. Right. Just because you've decided to embrace life and just do it, right? Take action, as you said, you know, create. And, you know, I, don't, I think sometimes we're, we're so focused on societal definitions of mm-hmm. how, you know, you can't go back to school when you're, you're middle age or, you know, you have to have a family by the age of 30 and, and whatnot. So, you know, you're defying that, which mm-hmm. is great, right? Because you wrote a book. By 22. <laughs> he wrote a book by 22. And that's phenomenal because not a lot of people can say that. Mm-hmm. You know, so Marcus, before I let you go, I have to ask, because as a, a prominent dream chaser now, you are an example. So to others, what is one thing you would tell them to do to take action today to, to chase their dreams? I would say nothing is as hard as it seems. Nothing, nothing is as hard as it seems. Uh, Many of us truly believe that we have the ability to do things. Many of us don't believe that we have the ability to do things. And it's just because we believe that things are too hard for us. But truly, if you sit and you think about it and you, you seek out the right information and you find the right people and, and you truly you know, move yourself forward to where it is that you see yourself going, you look back and you realize that it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. And that's not just in business. That That's, I believe truly that you can apply that to anything. Mm. Like literally you can apply that to anything. Yeah, that's awesome. That was great advice. Marcus, thank you so much for coming on the show and just sharing your knowledge and your experience and just encouraging our dream chasers to, you know, keep chasing. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And there you have it, dream chasers, Marcus Roberts Deloach. He's doing some great things and I can't wait to see where the future takes him. So guys, if you want to learn more about what Marcus is doing and find all the notes and links we mentioned, go to the show notes page over at amyj21.com slash episode 188. That's episode 188. All right, Dream Chasers, remember, if you'd like to donate to keep the podcast going and on the air, please go to amyj21.com slash donate. Until next time, Dream Chasers, keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing. Keep chasing.